previously on Bleak Prospect. Oh, Thomas, um, yes, you, you haven't seen Esther, have you? Oh, uh, Maureen, no, I... What? Esther, no. Oh, um, not to worry, I'm, I'm sure she'll be around here somewhere. Harold, is there anybody I should get for you, or uh, anyone you'd like to speak to? A message I could pass on? Uh, 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 my hand, my hand. Hey, Doc, Doc Coombs. Charlie, David, where's Esther? Have you seen her? Oh, uh, gee, Mrs. Frayne, we ain't seen Esther this morning. Oh, I see. Not at all. We ain't seen Billy either. I'm just, I'm just not the man I was. I'm not the man I was, you know? They were moving toward the campfire. In your dream, Nancy? No, no. But they were moving towards the campfire. And I was sat right here with... with Billy Spitzer. These plain white faces. Did, uh, did... Billy, see these uh, faceless men, Nancy? Yes. Masks. They must be wearing masks. They took out a puppet. And it sang. I don't want to hear the song again. It, it looks like they've come to our shack and left again. Maureen, a, ma a man died this morning. You deal with the dead, Doctor. I'm off to take care of the living. Scenario for Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition by Scott Dorwood from the Nameless Horrors Collection. Starring Dan and McAleer as former socialite Maureen Frayne, Joseph Chance as former businessman Thomas Dolan, and Dan Wheeler as former medical doctor Nathaniel Coombs. The keeper of arcane law is Dominic Allen. Chapter 2 Shantytown Blues Are there any cigar butts down here on my side of the road? Uh, no. I don't, I don't even get a luck test. Ugh. Oh, what, you wouldn't want to smoke? Yeah, that's what I've come down here for. Okay, give me yeah, give me a lock roll. Yeah, drivers chucking butts out the window. Seventy nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, There's nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change out my dice because that's shit. That's that's four fails. I've done nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing successfully. And we need some luck now. It was going so well yeah. for a while. Okay. Yeah, there are a bit of failure roll. That's not a bad. That's one. not a bad, bad one to it. fail. I agree. I'm back in the game. I I kick I kick at the earth. Goddamn sons of bitches. And it's rock hard and frozen. Ah! I stubbed my toe. That ain't a cigar, that's a squirrel shit. And your shoe flaps open slightly where, you know, the, your cardboard your cardboard sole gives way a little bit. Jesus. Jesus, I've already broken that sole. Yeah, I try and tie it back on again using the 
the things that hold my soul. Isn't that an Alanis Morissette lyric? Yes. Your cardboard soul gives way a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, it is. Isn't it ironic? Um, so <laughs> it is. Since I used to work in textiles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. so I, so I know the value of a material. King of, king of the carpet warehouse, he was. Yeah. Christ, some of my carpets would make better soles than this shit. Let me say that. Anyway, yeah. so I've kicked the ground and I look around me and I can't believe I'm living this life. And I think of Roscoe McNally. <laughs> I think, Jesus Christ, if I ever get my hands on him. Yeah. <laughs> Try and um, kill him with the same shovel he tried to kill you with. Literally, if you if you give me a script two minutes before I go on, dude, this is what happens. This is what <laughs> Dan knows. Dan knows. And I had six weeks with that script. Mm, forget, I, 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 once it's maybe easy. I got all the words right. Once maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you gather on the on the side of the road. It's the long Arkham road that stretches from Crawley to Arkham. It's it's pretty long and straight. A gentle undulation into the woods uh, so you can see quite far in both directions on this cold, slightly misty morning the footsteps stop here and there are tyre tracks that seem to head away from Crawley towards the woods you know that in that direction there are houses out there there's, there's, there's big country estates and things like that and there's the, um, the Blue Star Diner which is a little roadside diner in that direction. But, yeah, away from town. How far How far a walk would it be to the first sort of houses? Well, you'd get to the Blue Star Diner first. That's about a mile up the road. Right. I, I say to them, uh, look, tyre tracks. Um, I'm sure you noticed them already. Uh, we, we, we need to find Esther. We need to find uh, Esther and, and Billy and anyone else. Um... Are there, how busy is the road? Is there a chance of hitchhiking? Uh, it's quiet at the moment, but you can give me a luck roll. Uh, that's an 82, so that's not successful. <laughs> Dead. Silent. I, I see you doing this, and I, and I, my hand reaches out, and I'm about to grab you by the arm again, and then I think better of it. Mm. And it, my, my hand goes back down to my side, and I say, look, don't get me wrong. Maureen, I think you could get a lift, but the dark and me, there's no way they're going to give us a lift. Look at us. Oh, listen. If we hear a vehicle coming, you you hide in the trees. I'll thumb them down and then introduce you. That's the way it works. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the worst. It's the worst thing we could do. The, trust me, I, I've been there. So I think that we're trying to oh. jump the vehicle. We've all been there, Thomas. Thomas, what's with your face? You've a, you've a red. What? Uh, never what? mind. Um, are you oh, all right? Don't, don't don't no. That's fine. I'm fine. It's just. Uh, I think it must be part of this uh, thing that's going around. Anyway, yes, look, yes. look, let's, Doc, let's get Doc, going. Doc, I'm so glad you're here. So I've I've caught up with them, have I? Yeah, I think you're all there now. Yeah, I'm marching off immediately. So if we're talking, we're talking en route, or I'm yeah. stop hearing what's I'm, being said. I'm worried. I'm worried about her, but at the same time, I don't know what the best thing to do is. We just got to find Esther, right? Uh, I agree. We. We should, uh, we should, we should find Esther. See if we can find Billy. Uh, Did you hear the professor? He said that he he'd had he'd had dreams about this. I think he saw them too. He just was trying to pretend that. Well, you know what we do to get by. You say that what's real isn't real, and you say what's not real is more real than the real. 
Anyway, I, I sound crazy. You know what I'm saying. As, as you're saying this, I think you see me take my my 38 revolver out of my pocket and just check check that it's loaded as it is. And I Jesus, where'd you get that? It's uh, a hospital issue. Would, I, would you believe me <laughs> if I told you that? As, as you do that, I was glancing back to sort of see if they were keeping pace with me, and I see you pull the 30 out of your pocket, and I just shout, No! Uh, and then I, I see that you were just uh, checking it, and I say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, keep keep pace, keep pace. And I'm trying to distract myself from all the thoughts going through my head, so uh, if they're keeping pace with me, I'm sort of saying... Uh, Doctor, I'm so sorry. I, I, it'll all be fine, I'm sure. Um, I, I completely uh, ignored you earlier. Um, uh, who was it? Who was the poor uh, person who who who's passed away? Harold Priestley. Oh, Harold. Oh, goodness, what a shame. He was very unwell. Yes, yes, he was. I remember seeing him just a day ago. His suffering is over now. Oh, well, I'm sure you bought him some comfort. You should, you should take comfort in that. That's an important job. I did what little I could. Yes, well, it's more than most of us can do. <laughs> so, so can I, to get my bearings, mm. we're still sort of by the side of the road, we're in, sort of in touching distance of the, of the woods, are we? Like fairly close to the oh. woods? Yes. Great. Oh, nice. Hospital issue, you say? Well, <laughs> they shoot horses, I suppose, don't they? <laughs> they do now, yeah. Oh, what a messy business. I'd never like my, uh, my, and I sort of say, I go to say my horse, and then I remember that, um, of course. Oh, nice. I no longer have my horse, and I, I sort of just stop talking very suddenly and just keep marching forwards. It's mostly, actually, most of the woodland, the nearest woodland is sort of behind the Hooverville. You're sort of walking across scrubland um, and it becomes woods again after the diner so as you get over the brow of the next sort of gentle slope you can see the dine we probably see the diner there's there's the the foot the footprints that they had spotted ended at the road did they at a car it looked like yes. there's it'd been a car yeah like someone had got into car yeah car 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 the car okay. the car don't have it yet So you're walking along this road. Is there anything you want to do on the way? <laughs> uh, so it's it's a mile to the um, to the diner. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think um, uh, I think I think all I'm going to say to to uh, Maureen Frayne is I'm I'm going to I'm actually no I'm going to no I'm going to I'm going to drop back to the doctor again and I'm going to say uh, everything all right. Doctor, you, you looked real shaken up this morning. Uh, well, I, no, everything's um, all all right. I was I was quite close to uh, Harold, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, he, good guy. He was he was suffering towards the end. He uh, he was in a lot of pain, and I suppose it. Sorry to hear that. It got me thinking about him. This. Strange affliction which uh, appears to affect us all. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding I'm finding this walk kind of exhausting. I got to be honest. I mean, two years ago I would have I would have laughed if you said I find this hard. Mm. 
What's everyone's move rates, by the way? Because I imagine I'm striding away in front, but maybe I'm not. Is that a fair question? I'm on a six. I'm on a six. I'm on an eight, so yeah, I am yeah, striding she away stri- in front. She's away in yeah. front. So eventually, you arrive at the diner. It, it yeah. resembles a railroad car. You know, like a steel mm. yeah. uh, railroad car. with It's got aluminium walls and a sort of curved ceiling, you know, like a mm. roof, little windows. There's a small car park in front of it, just off the road. Uh, there's a couple of cars parked. This would be a great little Airbnb one day. That was Charles's <laughs> idea, Airbnb. Anyway, apps <laughs> haven't been invented yet. I worry about her, Doctor. I think she might be losing it. Yeah, well, any anyone in her position who'd lost a child might be ranting and raving about... Of course. Yeah. It's not to belittle her um, situation or indeed anything anything to do with her gender. We'll move on. I think she is hysterical, though. Don't use the word hysterical. <laughs> she needs... I, I tell you what she needs. She needs a good... Uh, a, a good session on that new um, uh, mechanical masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard about that, Doctor. Functions by steam-powered as well. Uh, powerful piston will uh, pound any strange sort of hysterical fantasies out of her. The Dr. Coombs hand-crank relief pounder. <laughs> Um, now in brass. Dreadful. <laughs> this is something I should have asked earlier, but should I have taken any um, hit points damage for stabbing a hole in my hand? Well, how deep did you go? Well, I was fishing around between the tendons. I think it was quite bad. Let's say you lose a hit point then. Okay. As we approach the diner, do I know any of the girls in the diner? Are, are there girls in the diner, or is it like a, just a line chef? Well, it's ju- it's 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 just the woman who owns this, right? And you do know her. She's Ina Brody. Yeah, um, she's quite a formidable woman, uh, quite stern, uh, no nonsense. But she has been known to give, uh, you know, scraps and coffee grounds to mm. to people. And more importantly, maybe did she know me before? Black Tuesday. Oh, yeah, she probably, yeah. Uh, did she know me, my previous self, before yeah. the... Right, okay. Mm. Does that make it better or worse? Mm. Yeah, well, quite. I'm not sure. But, uh, Actually, does she? Um, let me just check when... The- maybe not. I mean, we're about four miles down the road from where I used to live, right? Five miles, sorry. So, I probably... And also, I wouldn't have come to dine as much. I would have gone to, you know, banquets. And meals, dinners. So maybe I don't know her as my former self. I'm, I say, to, I say to you, uh, Coombs, uh, screw this. I think I'm thinking I'm going to try and get us something to eat. I, I don't want to do this on an empty stomach. I think that's an eminently sensible idea. What do you think, Maureen? You got any sway oh, with yes. uh, what's her name? Yes. Uh, Ina. Let's get ourselves Ina? some some grub. And I. Uh, uh, perhaps you two wait out here. Well, no, uh, that's cruel. Feel free to come in. I just, uh, no, I, I, we, you see me sort of slicking my hair to the side as if it's deliberately pinned there. But you know, of course, that it's just my bodily grease that's keeping it in place. Oh, nice. Um, you sure? Sort of. You sure you got this? <sighs> yes, yes, it'll be fine. All right. I, uh, I breathe in deep and then walk through the door. I go straight up to the counter. 
Uh, unless I'm stopped. As soon as she's gone into the door, I say to you, Coombs, I'm going to check out the back, see if there's any cigarette butts. And I'm going to I'm gonna pop around the back, because I'm not too proud. I could do with my nicotine hit. Mm. Well, let's have a luck roll from Thomas Dolan for his cravings. Oh, 14! Are, any, are there any cigar butts? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, you find a cigar butt. Yeah. yeah. It's still got a bit in it as well. Nice. It's still got some nice. Gear. A little bit of something. It's too bad. I, mean, I, I do the whole brush off, and it's distasteful every time to me. It's disgusting, and yet I still do it. I'm like, I want to get the hit. I want to. I want the nicotine. <laughs> and I and I get my rusty old lighter out. But I'll go back to the doctor. Um, what is Doctor Coombs doing? Um, I think he's maybe just sort of looking at his arm to see whether he can see any like tracking up his up his forearm. Oh God! <laughs> no, nothing. I, I bring the flamethrower up and I just say, What's your name, Doc? What's your name? <laughs> I know I'm human. Um, I see him hesitate. <laughs> I start to relax a little. Now I see no, no sort of tracking. I don't feel anything odd. I start to think maybe I did actually, maybe just, maybe I did manage to scrape it out. Yeah. Yeah. Delusion. That's the perfect place to be. A little jumping bean. Welcome to 32. Yeah. <laughs> and Maureen, you've gone inside. Yeah. So as I approach the counter, uh, as the door swings open, do I see anyone else in there? Or is it just uh, Ina? Yeah. So there's, um, there's, uh, uh, an old guy sat at the bar drinking a mug of coffee. Mm. And then there's an older couple in one of the booths eating some greasy looking pancakes. Lovely. And the kit, you can see the kitchen beyond the sort of counter with the stools, you know, it's got the yeah. stools and this sort of chrome, rusty chrome. And what, what was the, uh, the woman's name? Did you say Ina? Mm. I say, uh, Ina. And I sort of, uh, straighten my blouse. Well, it's not buttoned properly because the buttons are off, but I, I try and straighten it. I say, uh, slip back my hair again. And I say, Ina. Hello. She appears in the doorway to the kitchen. She's wearing a sort of, a very plain, practical apron. Her hair's, mm. her sort of grey hair's done up in a bun. Yeah. And, um, she, she glares at you and she says, um, now I said, uh, none of your type is supposed to be in here when I have customers. Oh no. Wanna talk? Come around the back. You know, please. <laughs> I miss, I miss Mrs. Frayne. Uh, <laughs> you must have. I, yes, okay, I'll, I'll come around she, the back. She walks up to the counter and leans down and says in a lower register, she says, I have customers. I know, I see that. But my darling, my child has gone missing and I need your help. Shh, shh. We'll, we'll talk around the back. Yeah, okay. I imagine she just says that and leaves to go out the back. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, I turn to, uh, the guy who was, uh, not the greasy pancakes, the one drinking his coffee at the bar and say, Excuse me, sir, I don't suppose you've, uh... I don't have any money. I wasn't looking for money, sir. I'm, I'm quite all right for that, I say, and self-consciously slick my hair again with the grease, and I say, uh... He gives you a, he gives you a really, uh, disbelieving side-eye. Right, in which case, um, could I do an etiquette roll? <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be credit rating, unfortunately. Oh, really? <laughs> well, what I was going to try and do was, uh, yeah, I know, I need to get out. Uh, I'm not going to do a credit rating roll then. I'm, I'm just going to, unless you want me to, I'll just give up the conversation at that point. 
My etiquette is very good. It's one of my arts and crafts. That's the reason I was. Oh, I see. Oh, oh I see. Oh, well, in that case, yeah. You, 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 like, as in, I was going to go up to him and say, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. They've given you the wrong knife. And sort of take the knife <laughs> and, and put the, uh, uh, take the fish knife and put the correct one, lean over the counter and put the correct one there. I'll just test it anyway, because it's, it's my art and craft. <laughs> that ain't yeah, yeah, do it, man. Do it. Um, that's a, a 59 on a 60. Just, just. Uh, He sort of looks at you confused and says, Do I know you from somewhere? Well, uh, you may do, sir. Maureen Frayne. Um, Where would I know you from? Were you ever at uh, banquets at the old Hawks estate? Uh, Prospect? Uh, no. Oh. Didn't he, uh, didn't he disappear? Who? Hawks. Hawks. Uh, yes, I, I believe so. Um, I was just trying to place you, but, um, anyway, I have to say, my, my girl is missing. Um, my, my little Esther, I don't suppose you've seen her around here. Mm. No, I'm sorry. And I don't suppose you've seen any faceless men. I suddenly blurt out. <laughs> Brilliant. He gives you some more side eye, a bit alarmed this time. You're ruining the etiquette roll that I just succeeded slightly on. But Classic. Yeah. And he eventually fishes in his pocket and takes out, like, sort of 30 cents and pushes it across the bar at you. And he says, that's all I have, I promise. Well. Then he just looks at his coffee. I, I thank you. I'll, I'll give that to any poor unfortunate that I see outside this place. <laughs> I slip my hair down again and take it as if I'm ready to give it to someone else. But as I'm you walking... You pick it up with your cracked, dirty fingernails. <laughs> yeah. And say, uh, well, I've no need for this, of course. <laughs> But, uh, have a good day, sir. And as I go through the door, I obviously deposit it in my top blouse pocket, uh, jacket pocket, sorry. And, um, as you're leaving the couple that are eating their pancakes, the, the husband who's got his back to you turns to his wife and says, What's that smell? And she just, she makes eye contact with you just as you leave and she whispers something to him. Um, can I roll my other French? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I say something indescribable, whisper it as I leave the door, but just loud enough that she'll hear French. it. Something in other French. And uh, I, I head around the back. Use my other French. Unless, unless the guys are still out the front, which they may well be, I head around I the back. I think we are. I think we are. I just dash back to see, see what I can find. But While I'm outside, after yeah. I've checked my arm and it's not full of maggots... Um, I'm in there for a couple of minutes at least, so... <laughs> yeah, so something something occurs to me, and I just sort of scan around. Uh, it's something I've been maybe doing as we've been walking here, and certainly when we're here, paused, catching our breath. Scan around, thinking about the, the, the affliction um, that we're all suffering from, mm. and trying to, on a whim, I guess, observe whether there's anything in the natural landscape that mirrors that or whether it's just something that us humans within the camp are suffering from. Mm-hmm. You want to see if it's just humans that have got this disease. Yeah. Whether, so whether have the chipmunks in the nearby tree started flaking, it's a whim really, but like, you know, you've described the landscape as somewhat like bleak, right? Mm. Um, is that just the way it is? Or does it look like maybe, 
the the trees and plants have uh, having seen this body crumble into dust mm. something I've never seen before does that look like something which is happening like this might be the effect of I don't know whether I would be aware of radiation but like does it look like it's the effect of something atmospheric or is it literally just an illness that we have does it look like three small mice in a barn in Kharkov or I mean there's obviously as a player that's what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I mean winter is is a is nearly upon you properly yeah so you know the trees are bare mostly the earth is grey so frost. the trees aren't flaking or crumb no no. Okay. Winter is coming. Yeah, certainly is. As barren as a normal winter. Yeah, Doc. Doc, would you like a? Would you like a talk? Bit of uh, a pick me up. Why not? It's it's very good for the uh, for the respiration. Uh, I, I flick off uh, a few other little bits and pass in the end of the tobacco from the from the cigar. And I do. I breathe it deep into my lungs because I know how good it is for me. Yeah. Fags and sausages. It being nineteen thirty-two. <laughs> and then I, I cough a little bit because it's been a while and hand it back. Uh, so does Maureen go past us? Do we get an op- opportunity to check in with her before she goes round back? So, yeah, no, she, she's she's waiting at the back door of this diner. Do we m- maybe follow her round, sort of lurk? Yeah, let's let's linger on the edge of the building. I have a feeling we're, we're, we're the kind of sort of unfortunates who are, like, always lurking. Right. Like, even when we're just standing... We're, we're exactly we're exactly what she expects to see, uh, Ina. Right? Yeah, because you want to show that there's others here. It's not just you. There's others. So you're you're lurking by the back door of the diner. Yeah, right? I'm hoping I might be able to like beg a sandwich and a coffee. Well, she opens the door eventually, and she's holding a small bag, a paper bag. It looks kind of greasy and slightly wet, and she just hands it to one of you. Um, it's full of old coffee grounds. I think I'll step forward and take it. I'll say, uh, anything more hearty? She sort of rolls her eyes and then, and then comes back with, um, some leftover, leftover bits of pancake and yeah. some eggs. A couple of mouldy hoagies and, uh, <laughs> some leftover eggs, yeah. Mrs. Brody. Mrs. Brody. Uh, uh, Thomas, Thomas Dolan. I, uh, sorry to, sorry to bother you, but, um. I shrink slightly, sort of aware that whatever charm I might have had. She now knows I'm hanging out with these two, and I'm aware of the sort of social implications of that. So I, I take the bags and shrink slightly as Thomas starts talking. Uh, sorry to bother you, but uh, did, was there a car that stopped here in the early hours of the morning? Were you open then? There's a girl gone missing. It's a serious business. And even as I say that, I realise that that's the worst thing I could say, because it makes it sound like I'm trying to say it's a serious business. Uh, and I, I sort of wince. But then I press on. Would have been three or four of them. Might have been wearing masks. Not sure. Well, it's... That makes sense. Uh, truth be told, I was working late last night doing the books, and I don't sleep so well. I heard this huge car roaring up the road there. Uh, I was sat in the diner window. It was, uh... It was a big old Cadillac shiny thing flew past up the road at about must have been about two in the morning and it looked like the four it looked full so I guess there could be four in there well thank you 
That's 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 very kind of you. Have a good day now. And I and I sort of get my head down. I sort of I almost jump forward and I stop myself and I say, uh, Ina, Ina, it's Esther. She's gone missing. <laughs> She's but twelve. She's but twelve, and we think she was taken. Where was the car heading? And if if you see them again, you must let us know, won't you? Do you know anything about them? I uh, I didn't catch the plates. I um. <sighs> Damn. I'm I'm really sorry to hear about your kid. Yeah. Well, not sorry enough to let me eat in your establishment. Come on, Fine. Maureen. Come on, Maureen. Thank you, Miss Mrs. Thank uh, you. Ina. If I see them again, I'll let you know. Thank, Thank you. you. But they were heading up the Arkham Road that aways. I almost I have the urge to toss the toffee grounds in her face. This bitch, this woman who was so much beneath me. She was so much beneath me. I would never have deigned to eat in a diner like this. Doesn't she know who my husband was? And then that gets all confused in with my daughter. And I um, I don't throw the coffee grounds at her, but um, I don't take them with me either. I think we go around the back of the front to carry on along the road. Uh, that's where I'm going. Well, I'd certainly take the coffee grounds. Oh, well, I put them down by... The the if you put if you put them down I pick them up yeah great but I I keep the the thing with the hoagies and the eggs and sort of uh, pass them back to you and say hey boys I I promise you some food now let's get going you gotta have some yes I'll I'll have a bit of white but uh, we'll split it three ways we we need to get on the road that's the most important thing yes, we'll split it three ways and, I, and I'm already shoving a bit of my mouth <laughs> yeah yeah so can we carry on walking down the road in the direction she indicated that the car went in? Yeah. Yes, please. I said in too many times. In the direction she indicated the car went. In. <laughs> in the direction she indicated the car went in? In, in the direction in which she dire- directed in the car anyway, that went in. Towards Follow the car. Towards Arkham, right? That's what she said. Away from Crawley. Yeah. Towards Arkham. Is that that's yeah. what she indicated? Fuck Crawley. Arkham's fucking miles away, though, right? It is. It's a long way away. Does 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 Roscoe Malloy own a Cadillac? Yes. You happen to know that he's quite uh, the car collector. <sighs> I just say, I just say, as we, as we're walking on the road, after about sort of two or three minutes, I say, Roscoe Malloy owns a Cadillac. Just saying. But you, th- you think it could have been him? Where does he live? I can't see why. We, I can't see why it would be likely. No, 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 no. Maureen, it's not like that. Oh, I'm just, I see. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, people like that, rich people, who've survived all this, they have special cars, they have beautiful cars. Yes, they do, don't they? If we get out of this, anyway. if we get out of this, so help me God, I'll make sure that nothing like this ever happens to people like us again. And then I just yes. pull my hat back down, I thrust my hands in my pockets, and I just walk. Noble, noble, but uh, Esther will get out of this. I don't care much whether or not I get out of this. You keep looking. You keep looking for anything that's unusual. As as we walk, I um, you take a little handful of the coffee grounds out of the bag and put them in my mouth and sort of suck on them like you might suck on them. Mm. Chewing tobacco. Nice. Yeah. Sort of wad it in the, wad it in the corner of my mouth. And, um, and uh, I think maybe that wakes me up enough to uh, have a bit of an idea and say, if we think we might be tracking a car all the way to Arkham or in that direction uh, I, I hate the idea but m- might it serve us to see if we could uh, liberate one from uh, 
from Crawley yes. to take us there. Good idea. Good idea. Yes, Dr. Coombs, yes. Well, I mean, I spoke to two guys in the diner. Are there any cars around the diner or trucks? Or uh, Yeah, there's two. there were two cars in the car park. We could take one of these. Shall we take it or shall we ask? And I say that with a sort of a frantic look in my eye you've probably not seen before how far how, how long would it take us to walk into crawley what how long does it take to walk a mile um oh yeah maybe 15 minutes half an hour yeah um and then how long would it take us to walk to arkham how far how many miles is arkham uh it, from here it's about 30 miles oh shit okay right yeah. great so we're not walking to arkham so um i might say well wh- why don't we uh continue into crawley see if anyone is, is Crawley on the way? Crawley's not on the way to Arkham, no? So this yeah. car's gone in the wrong direction. Yeah. Fuck. Mm. So the, the Hooverville is in between Crawley and the diner, basically. Yeah. In between Crawley and the diner. So we would have to, to go, to go to Crawley, we'd have to turn back, walk past the Hooverville again to Crawley. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you're saying this out loud, this sort of thing, I say, uh, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right, Dr. Coombs, you're right. Uh, uh, my only concern is uh, missing any tracks. You know, perhaps they went off road, or perhaps they—well, I don't know. But um, either way, yes, let's get a car. Let's get a car. Wait, wait, wait! I, I start marching back that way. Wait, wait! Listen to me. Listen to me. Once we've gone, once we've gone that down that road, there's no turning back. You understand? Yes. There's no turning back. What? What do you mean, Thomas? What do you mean? I could ask um. Dr. Cavendish at the hospital, he might he might lend us uh, an automobile or offer some assistance. Is that back in Crawley? Exactly, in Crawley. And I, I'd like yes. to uh, m- maybe briefly discuss with him the, the condition that we uh, are all suffering from. Yes, yes, the dusty skin. Yes, of course, you can do that. I, I want to, uh, well, I know somewhere we can liberate a car from, a very good car. Huh. Yes, well... Anyway, where back back there, my old home, my home. Now, of course, lived in by uh, philistines and charlatans, but uh, uh, I'm sure they've money. These nouveau riches. Do I do I know where Roscoe lives? Is he in Arkham? No, he lives in Crawley. Ah, uh, there's a few of them living Crawley who have survived the depression and are thriving motherfuckers Roscoe Malloy is one of them right it sounds like there's a few reasons why we might want to go to Crawley yeah and also inform the police of Esther's disappearance I know it's not been long and I I know we'll find her just along the way here she'll be playing in the gutter with Billy and I'll give her a slap she's never felt before no I won't I won't do that (laughs) I'll but I'll certainly be very bold with her but uh, yes yes I should inform the police just so no one's worried. How do we? How do we start cars in this game? Is that? <laughs> is that mechanical repair? Is that what cars that we don't own? Yeah. Is that electrical repair? Is that operate heavy machinery? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. uh, I think. I think what to 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 hotwire a car? Mechanical repair, right? Yeah, probably. So as we're passing, as we're, as we're sort of walking back up, are we all walking back up? Towards yeah, I, I've been convinced to change my direction to Crawley. I'm, I'm just going to look at the two cars. Do, does, does one of them look sort of cheaper than the other? Yeah. Can they see me out of the window of the, of the diner? The guy at the bar can't. He's got his back to you. But the couple could potentially see you if they looked there 
in the side. Come on, Thomas. Crawley. It's not far. But so it's, it's two miles, isn't it? From here, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I ain't going to make it that far. I'm, I ain't going to make it that far. Well, I, I'm tired already. them out of the bar. Maybe he'd give us a lift. Why don't I just take that car? Let's, why, don't I, why don't I just try and take that car? You both are packing. Let's, let's find Esther. And if we don't find Esther... I don't know. There's something about Coombs that's unsettling me. We will find Esther. No, but what I mean is if we don't find Esther, it's... Well, it's not even worth thinking about. So we're going to find Esther. So it's, no, it's but just, we, we, we will find they, Esther. They that's owe us a car, right? They owe us a car. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think I almost charmed the man at the bar. I sort you of with, flick you, my greased hair back and I say, you, perhaps I could... Uh, are you with me? Give it another go. Are you with me? Don't bother. You already charmed him. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dash over to the to the car, and I'm gonna try and see if it's open. Oh, see if it's open. Yeah, sounds like a luck roll, <laughs> and doesn't it? Just luckily, we got tons of luck. That's sixty-one on my twenty. Yeah, it's locked. I did not think this through in terms of having things to break it open with. Uh, we need some kind of long wire, metal wire, right? Mm, potentially, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I probably removed the wire from my brazier. Long, um, a long time to go ago, to skewer a rat over the campfire. I um, am I am I do am I directly overseen by the by? Yes, I'm. They can see me, right? They can see me in the diner if they look. If they look. If they look. So uh, I um, I take I take my jacket off, even though it's cold, uh, and I wrap it up, and I. And I try to elbow the window. Oh, okay. So you're trying to do this quietly, yep, right? Quietly, surreptitiously, like it's a perfectly ordinary thing to do, which it isn't. So this is like a stealth roll. Mm, probably. Well, that's unfortunate. But yes, I suppose it what is. You, what, what were you pitching? No, I'm just like I was hoping I could Quite just do a, like a strength roll and and have it over with. But yeah, sure, stealth, <laughs> even better. Great. I bet the lawyer's got stuff. No, you can definitely, you can definitely smash the window. Yeah, yeah, it's about it's doing it stealthily, right? You might not. That's a 20% chance. I'm willing to go with that. One in five. That's a good odd. That's a 19. Fantastic. He's done it. Oh, my word. That's my best roll of the day. So you go to smash it, and then you realise if you press hard enough, you might be able to just pop the frame out, and it does. Oh, even better. Silently. You catch it. And sort of let it slide down. You realise you could just pull the lock up and open the door. I certainly don't bother to put my jacket back on, uh, but I but I will get in as quickly as possible and I'll scrabble around underneath the uh, the the wheel hub there um, uh, and and try and find those wires as my hands are shaking. Probably the only thing that's given me the strength to do this is those scraps of. Uh, old crusty pancake that I ate, but I'd love to try my mechanical repair. My massive roll of 40% that I'm going with here, guys. Ah. And try and hotwire the car. Okay, so that's a 60 to start. I'm opening with a 60. That's not good. Okay. So, so of course, I... I've got the panics, I've got the shakes, and I can't quite focus. So what I do is I I get down underneath the wheel. Uh, so my head's now, I'm not even remotely in a position to be able to drive away. My legs are out of the car, and I'm underneath the wheel. Hang on, they, they drive on the, yeah, on the right. So that's the left side of the car. 
And I, so I'm in a terrible position. If anyone finds me, I'm obviously hot wiring the car. Uh, and I'm lying, possibly if it were to start accidentally, I would potentially be quite badly damaged as well as, but, um, 22. It's, it's 22, guys. Hey. Not quite hard. A good, a really good success. Solid. Amazing. Pretty good. <laughs> I was just, I've just been just, just so you know, it's been Googling how to start cars in the 1920s. It's not like this. Is so it? I could back you up if you failed it. <laughs> I would have, I would have fought your corner if you Thanks. failed that. But I, don't need- <laughs> I, I felt like my whole night basically hinged on that die roll as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've rolled well there. A 19 and a 22 in three rolls, I'm happy. So perhaps the doctor or or Maureen, if you're sort of, while you're waiting, you glance through the window of the diner, you see the guy at the bar stand up and he's clearly about to leave. And then Ina says something to him from the kitchen because he turns back and he goes and leans on the bar again and he's talking to her. um, And it buys just enough time that the car sort of... Get in, get in. Thomas, well done, well done. Quick, pull off, pull off. Uh, I'm shaking. I'm shaking and I'm sort of of climbing into the seat properly and I'm sat on my jacket. Would you like me to drive, Thomas? Uh, I, I, uh, uh, do, do, actually, let me, I, uh, uh, do you have any dry skill? Because I don't. I'd say I'm, uh, 50% competent at, uh, yeah, yeah, you drive, you drive and I I sort of slide I will, I I sort of shuffle over. I'm not too proud. I'm not too proud. And I uh, I make sure they're all in and I... I've got the hand mark on my face. <laughs> yeah. I career off the... Back onto the road and away. Wheel skidding. <sighs> Trying not to kick up too much gravel, but I know it will. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felons. In the rear view, you see the guy come running out of the diner and he looks down the road at you and is shaking his fist, but it's clear that he hasn't seen who you were. Um, as you drive away in his car. I have the urge to chuck his change out of my blouse pocket, out onto the road at him, and give him the finger, but I don't, because I'm aware that that's a solid meal for Esther when I find her. Damn straight. She eats money. She's going to eat a finger. Yeah. Oh, a finger. Um, <laughs> uh, she eats coins. She's a very strange stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the depression. Yeah, exactly. Money's cheaper than bread. Um... <laughs> It's <laughs> true. Yeah. So, which way are you driving? Uh, to the the way we know the track marks. Arkham right? now, I guess. Yeah. Arkham or Crawley? Well, I mean, I'd I'd still like to go to Crawley, but I feel like maybe having nicked a car. The thing is, in my wheelhouse, and I've turned towards Arkham. Uh, not just towards Arkham, to be clear, towards the other t- houses that we know are between here and Arkham. You know, and I'm 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 very wired, and I'm keeping an eye on the road. If someone wants to say, "Hey, hey," I, I think what, what I say is, I, I, "I'm trying to get my jacket on," and I, I, I say, "How the hell do we know where they went?" As I still can't quite believe well, I've done this. The tire marks went this way, didn't they, Doc? But uh, Arkham's Arkham's a big place. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get a good look at them, but I. I understand they, they went did. this way, and your your friend at the diner heard a car moving in this direction in the middle of the night. Listen, they say, you know, the first forty eight hours are the most important. I I remember hearing that somewhere. Um, Esther's 
been taken by someone, and we have to find them. We have to find her and Billy. So you're saying this, you're driving probably a bit too fast down these... Uh... Yeah, I think the adrenaline is making me drive. Damn, damn straight. Uh, a lot too fast, probably. Once you get past the tree line, the road becomes much windier and, and undulates... Uh, dramatically in places, yeah. but you're making your way. It's the edge mm. of those hills that rise wild, <laughs> um, and they are wildly rising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that a Saturnine chalice? No, no, just my imagination. <laughs> yeah, you pass. Uh, uh, you pass a, a car that's full of people with like. <laughs> <laughs> there's someone bleeding out on the back seat and uh, someone else muttering something about spores <laughs> and then there's another car yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just got an enormous man in it uh, uh, chuntering to his, his his strange friend who's like fixing up something in the passenger seat <laughs> dressed as a ghost just building uh, it's a real greatest hit Ignore them, ignore them. We have to find Esther. And then somewhere through the trees, there's a man dressed like a sort of restoration gentleman with a powdered wig and white face and three eyes. Yeah, looking utterly frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) And a Russian postmistress passed out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We we drive past the Russian postmistress and the Amherst Burger van, and we <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the time, Doctor Coombs is saying, "I I think we should pull over. They look like they need some assistance." <laughs> no, <laughs> we mustn't. When some lobs, just a, a group of lobsters, just cross the road in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, followed by Alagash Bunyan with a, a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <brilliant>. Well. <laughs> Really like the Simpsons. <laughs> Roll call. Um, <laughs> do we do we pass any uh, houses? Because I'm still frantically scanning the road for like tire marks drawing off. Sounds like they were in a rush. Oh no! Well, after a while, uh, you, do, you do. There are there are houses tucked away in these parts yeah. and little farmsteads. But can you all give me a spot hidden roll? Yeah. Uh, Forty six. Just a success. I'm in the forties tonight. It's all in the well, nice. You've got some good stats, haven't you? The, yeah. 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 Where did you get those stats from? I failed my spot. Oh man, I failed by six thirty-one. That's that is. Yeah, I failed. Fell by eight. Oof. I honestly feel like this character I've been given, even though it's the depression, has better stats than a lot of the characters I've played recently. Yeah, but actually, socialites—they're often quite. Uh, impressive yeah um uh skills wise uh, i think i do say even though i don't see anything I, I i think i say look if you see a turn off you might want to take it just you know in case because I, I i i'm sort of looking at the speedometer and thinking <laughs> she's she's really she, well, we're doing 25 miles an hour right that's, <laughs> yeah that's enough to draw attention dizzying yeah and i'm i'm a good driver but yeah no, I, I have no doubt about your skill. It's more that, like, these trees are moving fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These hills are moving wild. And Dr. Coombs is looking out the window. Uh, so, Thomas and, and, uh, Thomas Dolan and Dr. Coombs, you, you just hear Maureen's <gasps> sharp intake of breath. And Maureen Frame, can you give me a drive auto roll with a bonus die because you've spotted someone in the road just as you turn a bend? 
I'd love to. First is a 13. A 13? Well, they're both passes. One's a 30 and one's a 13. Oh, nice. Fine. So you manage to swerve out the way and avoid hitting Billy Spritzer. <gasps> oh. Who is stood in the middle of the road. Tokyo Drift. You do a Tokyo Drift. A Tokyo Drift out of... We, we didn't do any donuts. Oh, I can't believe we didn't do donuts. Oh. Oh. Mate, there's still time. There's still time. So, yeah, you come to a, a skidding, screeching halt. Billy Spritzer looks dazed. This is Billy... It's not the orphan Billy. Orphan Billy, yeah. Yeah, the kid. Who it is. Yeah, the kid from the... But is it the same Billy that wasn't your assistant called Billy as yeah. well? Exactly, that same Billy Spritzer. Same kid. Okay, I, I, as a player, haven't put those two together. Or looks like him. So how old is Billy? Just... He's four. Because if he's the doctor's assistant, but he's... A- ageist... Four. He's four. Oh no, don't. He's friends with my 12 year old daughter, so he can't be so old. He's 13, right? He's not old, he's a kid. He's a- Okay, great. He's he's 48. <laughs> Stop saying the wrong numbers. Look, we've already established that Dannon is innumerate. Oh, hello, Mrs. Frayne, it's me, your daughter's best friend. <laughs> Horrible. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. So he's about oh, he's about 13. <laughs> Is I he? think so. I'll tell you. He's 14. Okay. Oh, that changes everything. Guys, there's a small side pot. I'd just like to say how proud I am that we've not shot anyone yet. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud yeah, of him. Give it a second. I'm really proud. Um, I, so, <laughs> I want to see jump out in front of the car and I swerve on. I empty six bullets into him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have my 38. Billy, Billy. It's it's Billy Spitzer. Who? Pull what? over. What? I... It's, my God, it is. I get out of the car immediately, leave Jesus the door open, Christ. and say, Jesus Christ. Billy, Billy, where's where's Esther? Where's Esther? That's all I'm shouting. I, I get hold of the wheel of the car as it pulls to a halt. I, I, I watch ad- admiringly as um, as Maureen does like a sort of barrel roll out of the car while it's still moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I think it's skidded to a halt. She's managed to stop the car. Yeah. I, th- I think I say, I say, Doc, Doc, keep the motor running, just in case. I don't know if there's anyone close. And then I dash out as well. And the two of us are outside the car. Mm. And, and the dog yeah. is in the driving seat. Do I still see Billy in front of us? Yes. So I'm still saying to him, Billy, Billy, I'm so glad to find you. And I, I turn on my charm and I say, uh, where, where's Esther? For goodness sake, you two are always off playing your silly games. Uh, where's Esther? He's sort of staggering around dazed and he turns and looks at you. Does he look drunk? He looks badly injured and and exhausted. I turn back to the car. Uh, I think I'm going out of the right-hand door, and as as I've said to the doctor, get in the front seat. I then go, wait, I think he's injured, Doc. We'll need you. Let me let me take a look. And I give him a hand out of the car, and I help him out. I, he's not that much older than me, but I know he's a bit older than me. Yes. Doc, Doc, please. So I, I, look, I look up and down the road to try and work out um, whether we've got time and space to sort of tr- treat to have a look at Billy on the road or whether I think I might be able to sort of bundle him into the car and have a look at him on the back seat. And, and also, where was he coming from? I think I think both he and I, the doc and I, and maybe S, uh, Maureen yeah. as well, maybe all three of us are kind of going, where, where was he coming from? Was he was he crossing the road? Did he stagger out of the woods? Or Well, Dr. Coombs and Thomas Dillon, you didn't see him. 
Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, of course. We were distracted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maureen, Fair. you turned a bend and he was in the middle of the road. He was just stood in the middle of the road. Sort of. And now he's sort of swaying. But that was not to yeah. take away from Dan's question, yeah. which I also want to know that. I, I mean, I think ideally I would like to be able to get him into the car and onto the back seat, partly because it, yeah. partly because it'd be warmer there. Yeah. No, no, you, you absolutely can. And, and as you touch him, I mean, you see that he's bruised. He's covered in little cuts and grazes and he's very cold, very, very cold. His skin's actually slightly, you know, it's, he's got a slightly gray blue tinge to him and he's shivering. Billy, Billy. And he's slightly wet. I know it's not the best thing for a kid in this state, but I'm I'm next to the doctor the whole time saying, where's Esther? Where's Esther? Wait, Maureen, 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 ask, where did he come from? I didn't see him. Where did he come from? And I try and, I try and get... I I try and take him away from the others. He was in the middle of the road. He was in the middle of the road. Crossing left to right or right to left? He was just swaying in the middle of the road. I had to pull off. I almost crashed. Well, let's check both sides. While this conversation is going on, I, I sort of get him into the back of the car and, and have a look at him and see if I can do mm-hmm. maybe some first aid on him. You know how it is? Sometimes, like, if, if he came from the left side, maybe there's a track there, or maybe it's from the right side, but there's a track there. I don't know. You, but you'll know. You've got the eyes. You, you, you spotted the tracks back there. How is he, Duck? Well, I've got a hard success on my first aid roll. So you managed to stabilise him uh, a little bit. You can't, you know, you calm him down. You realise he has hypothermia. But you, you apply whatever ointment you have to his cuts. And, you know, he, he warms up a little bit. You try and, I don't know, maybe there's a blanket in the back of the car there you wrap around him. Well, I think maybe without thinking, I take um, the coat, the mm. child's, Esther's coat, um, which is in the, mm. in the car, and wrap it around. And, and, and once he's, he's shivering slightly less, he's, he says... They, they, they still have her. They, they got Esther. Couldn't, couldn't free her. They couldn't get her out. Gotta go back. Gotta go back. Get Esther. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Billy, who's, who's they? And where, where do they have her? Oh, face, the faceless men. They took her. They took me. They took us both. They put in the, locked us up and couldn't get her out. Couldn't get her out in the, the water, there's something in the water. Oh God, it's in the water. It's around my feet. I, I can't, I can't. The entrance. I, I gotta get. I, oh fuck! It's a big old house. Big old house. Here, here. Take my jacket. Take my jacket. And I, and I take my jacket off, and I instantly start shivering as soon as I hand it over. Can we both hear this as well? Uh, I wasn't running away. Well, I, I was just sort of imagining that no i just mean for myself as well like they're they're on the back seat of the they're on the back seat of the car at the moment maybe you can actually let's say you can maureen right unless dom says otherwise but i'm just handing my jacket over i'm not yeah he's 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 on the back seat of the car with dr coombs yeah so it depends if you if you maybe i don't maybe i don't hear the specifics but I can just hear him whispering and I know they're having the thing and I see you hand your jacket over and I sort of I do look around and actually I remember what Thomas said and I, I do do another track roll to see if I can see any broken ferns or like anywhere he because he must have come from somewhere I know there are houses around here but they're sporadic so you'd hope it's so it's so overgrown that I would need a I would probably need a I would need a hard success well, it's fine because I failed anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can never tell with Macaulay delivery. Yeah, <laughs> he can never tell. That's a great thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying, 
Billy, you said a house? They have her in a house? Or there's some water? And then he looks at you very slowly and says, Prospect. Oh, hello. Just a quick word from me. I won't take too much of your time. I wanted to let you know that Bleak Prospect is from the collection Nameless Horrors by Scott Dorwood, Paul Fricker, and Matt Sanderson. Collectively, the good friends of Jackson Elias. They're good friends of ours as well. And if you haven't already, we urge you to check out their regular podcast about Call of Cthulhu, horror films, and horror gaming in general. It's a treasure trove of interesting discussion on all aspects of the hobby, from three of the top Call of Cthulhu experts in the world, I'd say, and one that I listen to religiously. You can find the good friends of Jackson Elias wherever you get your podcasts, or go to blasphemoustomes.com. The link's in the show notes. Thanks for listening. A bleak prospect, indeed. Tell you what was a bleak prospect, looking at the cheese in my fridge. Most of it's gone off. Just chuck a load away. Oh, dear. There was a brown brie. A brown brie? Brown brie. Shouldn't be brown. No. And a pink Stilton. Oh, no, 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 no. One side looked fine, and I was like, oh, I've done well here. And I turned it over and was like, oh, shit. Ah, Listeria, hello.